With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Pick and Roll. This is the NBA betting show that goes live right here on the board YouTube channel every weekday morning, right around 9.45 a.m. Eastern time to give you guys NBA free picks for the slate that is ahead. And we have a pretty solid slate to work with today. And we have three free picks on the way, courtesy of our resident NBA better at Pips NBA from Twitter. So get ourselves started here by hitting that like button. Let's have a great start to the week with the support on the show. And hopefully in turn, we get a great week of profit as well. And subscribe for all the content that you do get on this channel. So Usually Monday, we go for the big SGP as well, but there is no big SGP today. Apologies to viewers for that one, but we still have three other free picks that you can tail. So let's get to that first pick here. The first pick we are going to involves the Brooklyn Nets. They're playing against the Miami Heat, and we have a straight player prop available for this one. The other two bets will be SGPs. We're taking Nick Claxton under 27.5 PRA, Minus 125 odds at BetMGM. Same price is available at DraftKings when I checked. So taking the under for Claxton. The second play is an SGP, as I mentioned. This one is in the Spurs and Hawks game. This is also at BetMGM. We're going to take Trey Young, 10-plus assists, and Devin Vassell, 15-plus points. We're going to get those minus 110 odds. And just as a reminder, make sure line shopping ESPN Bet has a better available price for this selection if it is available in your region. Third bet is in the Pistons and Wizards game. It is an SGP available at FanDuel for minus 104 odds. We're going to be taking Jaden Ivey, 15-plus points, Bogdanovich, 15-plus points, and Kuzma, 20-plus points. You cannot get the same alt lines at ESPN bet, so FanDuel is the best spot to play this one. All right, three picks to work with. Let's go to Pips and hear the handicap behind all three of them to see if the viewers agree and want the tail. Let's hear about Nick Claxton first of all. Uh, so Nick Claxton, uh, if you take a look at the season, uh, he's under this line in 19 out of 27 games so far this season. So huge underperforming. And now he gets the most difficult matchup in the league, and that's Bama, Depay, and Miami Heat, allowing the least points to opposing centers, the least assist to opposing centers, and below average rebound. So on all three fronts, he is looking at the tough matchup, probably as tough as it gets. His line is inflated. Uh, so far this season, he averaged like 24 PRAs uh, per game. And so his line is inflated lately while playing against the Portland Trailblazers, that were without Aiton against OKC, which is a great rebounding matchup. He had in two games 16 and 13 rebounds, and they played Hack at Claxton. And I don't think bookies know that. So uh, he shot, shot 10 free throws in both games against the uh, Thunder. They just fouled him on the half court just to get him on the line. And that's how he got so many PRAs. I mean, like when you, they gave him like, 
five to six points in both games just out of Haka Claxton. Then he had a difficult matchup against the Houston Rockets, he stayed under. Difficult matchup against the Pelicans, he stayed under. And then another well positive matchup against the Washington Wizards, probably the best matchup in the league. And he still stayed under. So yeah, this is just inflated line. This line should be probably 25 and a half uh, uh, against most teams, but against Miami Heat, I think this line be even 24 and a half. So yeah, I think we are getting this great, great value on this one. All right, so there's the first play. Perhaps uh, a big reason to do the show early, you can maybe find some lines like this available that you wouldn't be getting later on in the day. And uh, if you're, if the handicap is correct, I expect to get very good close on this one as we have done consistently this season. Let's go now to our second pick, the first of the two SGPs on the slate. This one involves the Hawks and the Spurs. We're going back to Trey Young on this one. We're going to go his over on assists and Vassell 15-plus points. Talk to us about this play. So, Trey uh, Young lately hit a uh, couple of difficult matchups and his line just crashed. He averaged 13, uh, 12.2 assists uh, per game in month of December. Had like crazy run where he covered like in 12 out of 13 games. And then uh, hit a couple of difficult matchups. First of one is against the Pacers who allowed fifth least assists. They lost in a blowout. He had six assists. Then another game against the Pacers lost in a blowout he had six assists so that crashed his average then he covered against the 76ers and even though last game against the wizards he had 10 assists in a game where Hawks shot 30 percent from the field he had 24 potential assists ended up with 10 and now gets the one of the best matchups in the league against the spurs last game again against the spurs was the crazy one for, for Trey because he had 45 points in 14 assists earlier this season. And yeah, I just think if they are looking to take away something from him, when he scored 45 points in the last game, that could be probably scoring and he should get assists easy and their defense is not great, especially he's playing with second unit when Mbembenyama sits. So there should be some easy, easy dunks or like layups for for, for him to gather assists. And the thing is about second best part of the bet, uh, Vassell had some down games lately, that's true, but we saw his uh, regular line drops from 22 and a half to 19 and a half. And I, I, at this point, I see the value in this. In this, uh, Even though he is not being great lately, he's still over this line in uh, seven out of the last 10. Uh, earlier against the uh, earlier this season against the Hawks, he came off the bench, played 27 minutes, scored 25 points. Hawks are just one of the easiest matchups for any player in the league. It, it's insane how how poor their defense is. They can get any stops, but they are playing at a high pace. So <laughs> this is just the prime spot for for Vassell. Even if you take a look at the last game against the Wizards, we had like. Danny Audia, 19 points. Kuzma, not even playing in the fourth quarter, 29. Jordan Poole, 20 in 25 minutes. Like, if you take, like, they are just allowing tons of tons of points. And we could see this poor scored 130. And they are going to score 130. They're 
probably the best offensive player after Membinyama. I will not say even the best offensive player, Devin Vassell, should be the one that scores a lot. And great bond box spot for the Devin Vassell in this one. All right, so going with the over on young assist Vassell points. We're about to get into our third play, then the recap. But along the way today, we're going to be discussing the trade that went down yesterday. Uh, a trade between, actually, the two teams that are involved in the third pick. That is a fun coincidence. Marvin Bagley ended up on the Washington Wizards. So any opinions that you have in the chat about this trade, please let us know. and We'll get to them when we get into that part of the discussion today. But before we do that, our third play of the day was in the game between these teams. We're taking Ivy 15-plus points, Bogdanovich 15-plus points, and Kuzma 20-plus points. And Pips, let us hear about this third play. Yeah, I mean, this is a matchup where we can expect 240 points, plus points for ter from terrible teams. Uh, second and third, worst defensive team in the league. And at a high pace, this Kyle, I think just, it's a must to take overs uh, from this game. I don't see anyone doing anything to stop Ivy or Bogdanovic or Kuzma. Uh, just think uh, Ivy with Cade uh, coming back soon. He had he has a limited time to show off uh, what he can do to earn like regular minutes uh, for the rest of the season. I'm a huge Ivy fan, I'll, I'll, I'll also say that. So I, I think uh, against the Wizards, he should be able to just kill them. Like this line is, I, I won't be surprised if it's for 25 in this game, but I'm just taking lower lines for players that I know will have usage in this game and they should cover this easily. So yeah, even, even though Kate played in the last game, he still ended up scoring 15 points uh, against the Wizards. And Kuzma, again, the Pistons earlier this season had 32 points, even though he shot 10 from 23. So, yeah, I, ju I just think this is a insane spot for Kyle Kuzma against the Pistons and a great spot also for Ivy and Bojan Bogdanovic. Bogdanovic rested last game. He's questionable for this one, but he was just rested in the last game and he should play tonight. A bit uh, maybe shorter rosters with tradable players not being able to play tonight. So... Uh, additional bonus for, for our break. All right. Great stuff for that third play there. We'll talk about that trade in just a moment here. Before we do that, let's do a recap of Friday's bets. And Friday's bets, well, we had a winning day. It was a split. It was two and two, but it was a winning day. One of the losing plays was in that big SGP. So we'll take it. It's We got up um, 0 0.4 units. It's not down anything. So we have the Harden winner, Harden assists, and Clippers winner. We have Paolo Bancaro under as a winner. The losing parts were Trey Young on his points, Sadiq Bey on his points, which were a little bit correlated, and also in the other SVP, Shengun covers, but Jalen Duran falls a couple short of the rebounds that we needed. All right. Um, first of all, I guess we can start with the winners here. Um, James Harden has a pretty... Pretty good night for the Clippers, who continue to roll here. Big Carroll on his under. Anything you want to comment about the winning side of the two and two day? I mean, yeah, James Harden, Clippers were easy. It was a blowout win. Harden cleared early in the third. Yep. He had seven in the first half, actually. Actually, Bancaro, it was easy. Then it got a bit sweaty. 
because he shot the three on the last possession from half court. Uh, so yeah, it was low usage shot, but still, it would be insane to lose it like that. It would be just uh, our line. Young, you, know, you get such a good what? line. You get 27 half minus 110, closes 28 and a half minus 120, and then he hits a half court banger. That would be just, that'd be perfect for the way the season's going. Yeah, yeah, insane. And Trey Young stinker game. Oh my God. Yeah. And, he was bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was terrible. And Duran, it's most most surprising of all of these. Uh, Pistons had closed game. Hawks, uh, Houston shot poorly. Uh, Pistons had 55 team rebounds. And Jalen Duran had the lowest rebounding rate of the entire season. Just difficult. Tough one there, but we take the profit wherever it comes and we hopefully have another uh, hopefully we have a profitable week this week to follow up that friday but there was a trade in the nba yesterday it wasn't exactly an earth shattering trade by any any way whatsoever however it is a trade that i would like to have a brief conversation about the pistons and wizards made a deal marvin bagley and isaiah livers and two second round picks were sent out to the washington wizards and in exchange the pistons acquired danilo gallinari and mike muscala both of those players are on expiring contracts. Essentially, the Pistons handed out a 2025 and a 2026 second round pick from themselves to get off the Marvin Bagley contract of $12.5 million and open themselves up to additional cap space in the offseason. They will now have $64 million in cap space at the end of the season. At least they're projected to have that much cap space at the end of the season. We know the Pistons. There is a possibility upcoming that the Pistons might just spend that money or use up that cap space by the time the trade deadline finishes and the trying to trade deadline rolls around. But um, Pips has disconnected his camera for a second here. So my thoughts on this, the Pistons traded two first round picks to get Mar two seconds. Sorry, they traded two second round picks to get Marvin Bagley right before he was about to be a free agent. And then a couple years later, after giving him the contract, they trade two second round picks to get off his contract. It cost them four second round picks to move off of Marvin Bagley. What the hell are they doing? <laughs> From the Wizards perspective, Marvin Bagley act like act, they need center depth. They actually got it as bad as Marvin Bagley is. It's an improvement for the Wizards in that position, but it's a no brainer here. It's almost like they got two late first round picks to just take Marvin Bagley for $12.5 million a year for one and a half years. Um, I don't know what the Pistons are doing. I don't think the cap space really factors that much for them because, like, who are they signing with this cap space? I don't know if they're a Jeremy Grant reunion on the way before the trade deadline. I don't know what they're thinking, but Pips, what are your thoughts on this trade? First off, I don't see the point of the trade, but I see the point of the trade. But who, which uh, free agent will want to go to the Pistons? Uh, especially after a season like this, like there is no way anyone wants to go there. And it's also Detroit who wants to go to Detroit. Like, the the only way they'd get a free agent, they'd, they'd have to overpay a guy significantly just to say come to the Pistons like they did with Monty Williams, which isn't really working out, but... You're right. It's what does sixty-four million do if you can't attract a free agent? Also, is that Livers? I mean, 
he was starting for them last seven or eight games. That was probably the worst starter in the entire NBA, and everyone was looking like. And they asked him, uh, they asked Coach Williams, Coach Williams, why are you starting Ivers? And I said, he said, I didn't think much about it. I just decided to go with it. Like this guy is like the biggest uh, no D, no three player in the league. Like he does nothing. Like he's shooting 29% from the three point line. Like it's insane. So like. I saw a Discord conversation for Isaiah Livers. Like a Wizards fan was asking, like, is Isaiah Livers a center as well? What does he do? The re first reply was, he's a small forward who shoots. And the second reply was, he definitely shoots the ball. It doesn't mean it's going to go in, though. Yeah, I mean, fans did not like him. No one likes him. Like he, he's a terrible player. I don't think he like one of the worst players in the entire league. Like he shouldn't be getting minutes at any team. Like he's he probably will have great numbers in the G League right now. So he's that kind of bad. And for even think about when uh, the Pistons were desperate for Rabin and they decided to keep starting uh, this guy. Like insane. And Marvin Bagley, Marvin is a good offensive player who can get you buckets, terrible on defense, not a great team player. So yeah, just I, I see I think the, so, so for me the, the Wizards win this trade. They obviously don't really want Marvin Bagley, but these are two valuable second round picks that they're giving up for nothing, like Gallinari. Muscala, like they're fine players. I, I actually think they will help the Pistons for the rest of the season. But what do the Wizards care about these guys? The Wizards have like what seven wins on the season. They're not interested in winning here. They built up a couple of nice assets. I think they win this trade. The Pistons, I, I really don't know what they're doing here. They traded their, their they don't have their 2024 second round pick, which would be very valuable this year. Now they don't have their 2025 or 2026 second round picks. They traded to get Marvin Bagley when he was an upcoming free agent because they wanted to have make it easier to sign him. And now they've spent more picks to trade him away to get cap space when we all know they're not attracting any nice free agents. So it ah, uh, they just they just always find ways to to make life harder on themselves, which is probably why they have only three wins on the season and it's the middle. Of January, do you th do you think the Wizards win this trade as well? Yeah, I mean it's hard to decide who wins the Teport terrible, unimportant <laughs> trade, but Wizards did better in this one for sure. All right, so with that, let's uh, wrap up the show here. Uh, oh, we have RyePro, a, a Pistons fan, saying we we're a poorly run organization. Pistons will always suck. It's tough to argue against that with the way they've been conducting business the last little while. Hey, listen, if the Detroit Lions can come out and not only win a playoff game, but host a second consecutive playoff game, there is still hope for Detroit sports. If the Lions can do it, the Lions uh, won their NFL playoff op opening playoff game yesterday, their first playoff win in 30-plus years, I think it was. If the Lions can do it, the Pistons can do it as well. So Detroit fans have a little bit of, uh, of hope for the future. All right, let's get into the recap of the plays that we have for today. First of all, in the Heat and next game, we took Nick Claxton under 27 
and a half PRA for minus 125 odds at BetMGM. Second play is an MGM SGP. You can get it better odds at ESPN, but for minus 110 odds, we got Trey Young, 10 plus assists, and Devin Vassell, 15 plus points as the Spurs visit the Hawks. And our final play, the two teams who made that that game-changing trade, the Pistons and the Wizards. We have a minus 104 SGP at FanDuel. We're going to take Jaden Ivey, 15 plus points, Bogdanovich, 15 plus points, Kyle Kuzma, 20 plus points, and hopefully that gets us a nice start to the week and hopefully a nice start to a profitable week. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in today. Make sure you guys hit that like button before you go support the channel, especially if you are tailing these free picks and subscribe for more content right here on the board YouTube channel, The Hammers NBA Content Division. Me and Pips will be back here. Same time, same place tomorrow morning for more from Pick and Roll. Thanks so much for watching.